0: G'day Trendsetters, welcome to episode 471 of the Train's Move podcast, my name is Tim Egg and if you have any questions for the show, and let's oh, just, just hope you do, jump on through to the website, Trainsmove.com, send me through an email, Tim, at Trainsmove.com, and how consistent have I been with the podcast, yay go me, I reckon I've done more episodes in the last few weeks than I have probably in the, well definitely in the last, this year combined I would imagine, if not... Probably closer to the last 12 months I'm just been, I've been enjoying it And not, not only do I enjoy doing the podcast But I get a real satisfaction When I actually receive questions from you guys It's just I don't know if it might be a little bit of insecurity That actually, sleep through That think oh man someone actually values my opinion oh, I don't know if you guys really value it or not But you feel, maybe feel sorry for me And you think oh Throw the, throw the old fella a bone But I do appreciate it Now yeah. Uh, not a lot's been going in my little world. I know. I, I will hopefully have an update of what I'll be doing in the future soon. I'm still arming and ahhing and harassing the poor girls in the Melbourne office of uh, for from Iron Man. Now, I will say this. I mean, cops are a fair bit of slack all over the place, but I reckon I've I've been annoying the girls in. Um, I, the iomen office in in Melbourne about 300 times over the last few months and I swear they must be thinking that that bald headed turd in Tasmania but if he, if his brains was dynamite he wouldn't blow his ears up I just I've been chopping and changing and umming and naring and but they've been really patient with me um, so I will hopefully have an update with with that. Oh, I know one thing I'm not doing is running for the next few months because of my Achilles I blew out. But uh, you know I'm I'm positive I'm you know depressed that I, every time I look think of <laughs> think of the past, but I try not to think. So I, <laughs> I try to look forward all the time. But anyway, um, before I enter I. <laughs> Last weekend, my son, I brought my son a new road bike, went down to Hobart, and when I mean new, it's new to him, it's a second-hand road bike, it was a full carbon, a significant upgrade to what he's got, and it, and it was worth the drive down to Hobart because of the price, it was just really nice price, and so so I said, let's make a, let's have a, you know, because it was just going to be the boys heading down, I go, Let, let's make the most of this, let's get up at 6am, we'll... We'll smash our way down to Hobart. You do the park run, and we'll, you know, pick up this bike and go to Rebel Sport. And we had the whole morning clean up, and we'll be back home by um, one o'clock. And generally, locals in Launceston go, oh, you wouldn't go down to it wouldn't go down to Hobart for the day, would you? That's an overnighter. It's only two hundred kilometres and so <laughs> even my wife's turned into a bit of a local uh, she likes to go down for the night but anyway we so we we get up at six and you go straight down there he does he, he does the park runs um, park runs are great I I just think that's just the best thing you know they' they're quite big in Australia they're very very big in England they're starting to be spread spread out through um, America now they're like a growing thing um, and I'm I'm guessing they're in other parts of the world as well, but there, if you can get your grabby little hands on one of them occasionally, they're they're a good bit of fun. That was, yeah. You know, my son took off. He got six overall, fifth male across. Um, so that that's not to talk him up. He got a good PB, but it's not to talk him up. It was just a weak field for the poor fella. But he he he's stoked. Um, but we not only did we come back with this road bike, but because I'm not running I'm bored um I'm planning to be doing a whole lot more cycling soon but and a whole lot more um swimming but I brought some boxing equipment down there and I looking around I saw this mountain bike and I've been playing on a mountain bike but, but I've got a, a very crap mountain bike so I brought a new mountain bike and thinking how am I going to explain this when I get home but It was all good. It's only... uh, uh, I I brought just an entry-level dual suspension uh, uh, mountain bike. Like last year, in the last 12 months, I've been on a mountain bike three times. So I don't use it very often, and I'm not riding crazy trails. Um, I'm pretty pretty careful these days i have to keep reminding myself don't get too cocky don't get too cocky and anytime i come off a mountain bike it's generally because i'm going too slow over something but um yeah i took, been take, took that out for a bash yesterday oh, i'm all excited so that's a that's about what's happening in my little world but anyway you guys uh would like to answer a qu- like me to answer questions from kath who i coach how good do you need to be or what are the reasons for upgrading to a time trial bike do you recommend a certain number of hours races etc or a road bike before or on a uh, on a road bike before going to a TT bike is there any value I- even just adding better wheels and adding aero bars to your road bike first as you know I have a secondhand road bike and will be racing a 70.3 in November then uh, only looking forward from there uh, also any recommendations or hints for bike maintenance method how often etc and what do you need what do you carry on what do you carry oh, easy for me to say what do you carry on you when training and racing on the bike for bike repair issues so, it's a cool questions, a series of questions, because I've had some of those questions in the past, but definitely a few of those n- are new questions, so that's really cool. Um, it's going to depend greatly on everyone. I'll I'll, t- I'll talk about some generic things, and then I'll go more in for you. Um, there, there's many things to consider when you, you've got a road bike, and you want to upgrade to a time trial bike. Skill levels is definitely the first thing that comes to mind. Um, are you able to comfortably um, ride a time trial bike? See, the problem with time trial bikes are that they're they're designed to go straight. And so, uh, your handling skills, um, your handling of the bike, it decreases greatly when you're in the aero position. Your braking ability decreases greatly when you're in that aero position. And it's... it's, it's definitely not as fun it looks it looks cool as hell but road bikes are definitely more safer and a lot more easy to handle um than a time trial bike so you got to get your skill levels up on the t- on the road bike before jumping on the time trial bike for the most part some some people can just jump uh, ju- some people that have got good balance yeah a reasonable balance and good you know, handling skills can just jump straight onto a time trial bike, and but you know, Bob's your uncle, finish your aunt, you off you go. So uh, there's there's that skill level there. Do I recommend any a certain amount of hours? No, not really. You you know when you know. So what if? you're comfortable getting in and out jumping on and off uh, in and out of the pedals jumping on and off the bike turning stopping at lights riding up hills going into the aero position out of the you know drop down bars on your road bike up and able to drink while riding um make sure you can definitely turn around especially in on traffic to that you can look behind both both sides of you all that sort of stuff if you can handle all that um, maybe also go into car parks and do little turns and corners and stuff like that just to make sure your skill levels are right then jumping on a time trial bike is going to be you know be, be, be a cinch as for, uh, is it worth sticking T to um, bars on your t- tri bars on your bike? Yes, definitely. You're going to have a savings. It's going to get start getting used to being in that pos- similar position to that. It's definitely not the same, but it's you're getting closer. Um, you will need to get a proper bike fit, or at least get someone who knows what they're doing looking at you, because sometimes you need a different seat post. Because you're going to have to move, move back slightly, depending on what it is, like the, how the positioning of your bike is. That's just something to consider there. Um, wheels. Wheels are, can be massive savings on the bike. Um, I'll give you a good example. There's about a 3 kilometer an hour difference between my training wheels and my race wheels. And 3 kilometers an hour, that, that's pretty significant. Um, and now fair enough, I've got... Um, latex tubing i've got good, better quality tires With my um, training tires are very very cheap and the roll resistance is very very poor which i don't mind because it's training um, but in racing it's i i'm not afraid of you know i'm a tightwad in every other aspect of my life but when it comes to race tires and stuff like that I'm more than happy to get the mothballs out of my pocket and pay pay the extra. Um, so, so there is that. Um, let me just bike. I'm just rereading your email here. Aero bars. As for um, maintenance, um, I, the, the biggest thing you can do is keep your bike clean. We like all the time i heard this thing on a podcast recently if you want if you want f1 um quality i'm trying to word, think how we worded this here if you want your you know we all we all want our bikes to go ridiculously fast, like F1 motor cars. If we want at that level, your maintenance must be at the F1 level as well, and it, for most people, that's just an overkill, And but heard from the same guy on um the marginal gains podcast who the owner of um silka he was saying that that he could just about get can get most people's bikes and give it a real deep clean and he can save about 10 watts just by doing that deep clean right from you know top to bottom so keeping your bike really clean keeping that chain ridiculously clean learning so i would say your homework (laughs) i'll give some homework homework is to um, learn how to change your tires very very as quickly as humanly possible every time so start off slow Um, if you've got 10 minutes at home just spare change your tires watch doing do it while you're doing um, watching TV just pull your tube out pull you put the tube back in pump it up just just so you're really really comfortable with that second of all learn how to take your chain off you'll if you can learn how to take you there's all these little gimmicks to clean your chain um but the best way to clean your chain to really get that deep clean into your chain and and you're talking you know three four watts plus of savings and don't get a little chain cleaner i've i've had them i've played with them that i'm talking about if you want your chain looking brand spanking you 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 take your chain off you get a one of those quick release links on it most it's very very easy to do take it off um and there's tons of youtube videos on how to do this Ta- you take that off stick it in an old like gatorade bottle or something put like um kerosene or de- degreaser into it just a few inches of it shake the living crap out of that bottle just sh- shake 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 and then you pull it out and you'll see the the, the comes out like brand spanking new you'll be able to get significant amount more kilometers out of your chain by doing that and buy and and don't be stingy on the lube this is something else i don't um, i don't i'm not afraid of spending a few dollars extra on um buying a really high high high-end quality lube lubricant for your chain and just putting uh, i actually brought well i didn't buy i got it from a mate um a syringe now i i had absolutely no idea where you buy syringes or get your syringes from and i i I asked a a mate i got how do you get syringes? And he goes, oh, I don't know. I go, well, how do drug addicts do it? He goes, oh, I don't know. And so my mate, who's a farmer, I, I asked him, I go, where, where can I get some syringes? Because I had absolutely no idea. And it's weird asking people for syringes, where do you get syringes? Because instantly they think, what do you want syringes for? And you go, oh, I want it for bike. You know, a bike lubricant, so I can just put that nice little right amount of lubricant in each each little link in the, of my bike chain and just you know just cut off the end part of the actual steel part of the needle so i'm not going to easily stab myself with it and just put that nice little drop all the way through it and my mate he's a farmer he goes i got syringes i'm like yeah he goes yeah have some and I got. they don't need to be brand new I'm happy to take one of your old ones I just need to just want it for my chain and so yeah I got my grabby little hands on the uh, lubricant but I Silca has two different really good back to Silka again um t- two really good quality lubricants I I've, I've got um I forget what it's called now it's their newer one uh, I think it's like forty-five, fifty dollars, or delivered to Australia. Um, coming from the US, that you're you're t- again talking between poor lube and good lube. There's could be two, three watts of difference just in lubricant. So, well, I have heard someone say up to ten watts, but who who knows? I'm, I can't say that seems like a lot of watts from just lubricant. But there's a significant saving in buying really good quality lubricant. Yeah, and so, yeah, and, and wiping it down. On, just for a side note on the lubricant. So the day before your your race, you put you know lube lube the um, chain in a nice um, oh, a cloth. Um, it'll come to me what type of cloth. In give 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 the chain a good wiping, a really good wiping, and then the the day be the morning of the race, give it another wipe again. It's, you're you're sa- <laughs> saving watts, um, so I'd I'd learn to do that. And you don't need to be pulling your chain off every week to get to shake it in that bottle. But I'd be doing it once a month. But definitely keeping your chain clean, though, and hold all your running gears nice and clean. Keeping on top of that. Um, as for what what, uh, what to have on you for uh, racing and training. Enough to get you through two flat tyres. So you want to be carrying two tubes. Um, you, you can have pumps that... Oh, I've always hated pumps on the side of the road. You always... They're always... Especially when you're trying to get 90 psi or something like that 80 psi into your um tire you just pump it away <laughs> you're just there forever on those little pumps so um always carry the a couple of those o2 cylinders uh, and, and you just go <laughs> it pumps it up in one and a half seconds so carrying and carrying just enough equipment to get you through two flat tires that's all i really ever carry on on the bike but in um one of those lightweight multi-tool things you can get for for bikes. They they're super flat. You can get fifty different tools out of this thing that's looks like about three three cards thick. It's it's super super thin, super light, and they're about eight dollars on eBay. This sort of thing. I carry one of them now, but. Um, I think that issue repairs, I'm just having a quick level method and how often... As for servicing, um, I'd be taking your bike in for a a proper bike service once a year, at least once a year. Um, If you're keeping on top of the maintenance, as much maintenance as yourself, just sending it in once a year for a proper good service. Changing your bar, if you're changing your bar tape once a year... Especially if you've got a carbon fiber um, road ba- um, handlebars, because years and years of sweating and you're not replacing it, that's just going to snap. So, you're replacing them for once a year or so. Um, but that's about it. I think I've just answered your answered it all. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I hope that helps. If you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website. Until. Next episode. Hooroo.